Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast of thevikingage.com. My name is Chris Shad. I write for the Viking Age Zone coverage. Bring me the news and the Brookings Register. My co-host is Adam Patrick, who is the managing editor of the Viking Age. We do this every Monday with a late week episode right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. We're also in podcast form on Apple and Spotify the very next day. But however you consume us, make sure you rate, comment, like, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode and we can spread the word to the masses. Adam, before we get started, I would like to make a toast. (laughs) I have this can of Ears Up from Mm. Ferdson Brewing in South Dakota, a uh, brewery out of Sioux Falls. And the reason I have this beer is because the South Dakota State Jackrabbits, who, uh, Another cheap plug featured in this tab <laughs> that I've been working on for the last two weeks. Won their second straight national championship, twenty three to three, a cha- a over Montana. What's that? Yeah, I, I, it's pretty wild. So they have a playoff, and if you win all your games in the playoff, and the Jackrabbits won by like I, I just wrote down, I think it was like one hundred eighty four to uh, oh fifteen or something crazy <laughs> like that in their four games. Uh, they give you this big ass trophy and then you're a champion and you can run around and you can do all that stuff and whatever. So if you'll excuse me, uh, I didn't know you could win more than uh, one playoff game per season. Yeah. I mean, imagine how much you would have to pay for that. Right. <laughs> anyway, right. cheers. As they, as they say in Brookings, Adam, ears cheers up, beers up. Gatorade. Yes. Sugar free. Bandside's probably going to come for me like, hey, could you stop drinking beer on the podcast? No, yeah, I, I, um, I know. I know. The I know. Chiefs podcast has their own beer. So oh, they do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We're not uh-huh. popular uh, enough. Maybe we should watch tape. I don't know. Um, let's start with the Vikings right away. Uh, the season ended with the Minnesota Vikings. They did not win a championship, by the way. In case you were wondering, they mm-hmm. they did not even make the playoffs because they mm-hmm. finished seven and ten. Uh, they lose the Lions 30 to 20 on Sunday. Justin Jefferson caught 12 passes for 192 yards and a touchdown. Um, he looked really pissed off mm-hmm. uh, throughout the game from what I saw. Mm-hmm. Every time he got tackled to like on a wide receiver pass, um, I was kind of like, please don't die. Don't mm-hmm. tear your knee up. Don't do any of that stuff. Uh, Nick Mullins, he threw for 396 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he also threw two interceptions mm-hmm. because he's Nick mm-hmm. Mullins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty Chandler had 12 carries for 69 yards. Uh, <laughs> RB1, Alexander Madison, had seven carries for 24 yards mm-hmm. and became the first running back since Melvin Gordon in 2015 to have a minimum of 180 carries and not score a rushing touchdown in a season. You heard it here first, History. by the way. History, History was made yesterday. <laughs> You heard it here first. Um, you watched the game more than I did, partially because <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> partially because I was on assignment and uh, I didn't care about this game. So, um, what are your thoughts? 
season finale, Detroit. How much? Um, how, how deep do we want to go here? You want, uh, no. I bet. Let's talk about like the scheme and everything else, like the details. What big plays were there? I'm good. Um, I I took like an uh, <laughs> impromptu nap yesterday, actually during the game, because it was. I'm just. It was. Just, I knew what was going to happen. Like I, what, what the Lions were up what three scores? Um, around halftime. Um, mm. and then the Vikings stormed back. Um, and then of course Nick Mullins did the did his thing. And uh, it's like it's kind of people. People were like, "Oh, good, they're putting Nick Mullins in because they want to make sure they lose." And it's like they kind of did. <laughs> Excuse me, because they were coming back, and then Nick Mullins was like, "No, we're not." And uh, he just uh, threw some interceptions. But yeah, Justin Jefferson's fun. It's always fun to watch him. But heading into that game, I really wish he didn't play. I know he's a competitor, and it's hard to keep him off the field or whatever. And people got pissed at me yesterday for like, "Oh, I'm so happy he's super frustrated in the last game before the season." It's a great way to go in the off season with your best offensive player very angry um but yeah um because what we see yesterday we saw sam laporta got hurt and now you know his playoffs are in jeopardy he's not he's not gonna be 100 percent for the playoffs um a couple of the lions other players got hurt what aj brown got hurt yesterday too jalen hurts like those those aj brown jalen hurts need to be out there um because they were they were trying to win the division but like the lions playing their guys it made no sense at all like I saw a bunch of clips from Lions, local media guys being like, oh, we don't want them to be rusty. It's like, oh, because the Chiefs and the Patriots were so rusty after all these years, like it really prevented them from winning those Super Bowls because they had that buy or they rusted their players in week 17. It just that that never makes sense to me where it's like, we're playing football. We're going to go out there and that's the risk you take. It's like, well, you could take zero risk and and not play your guys and have everyone healthy for the playoffs. But whatever. Uh <laughs> You, so you know, finale, I, I will season's say, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say this. I, I do like the fact the Vikings did try yesterday. I, yeah, I, they did. Like, here's what I wanted out. Because, like, to for me, the season was over on Christmas Eve when they lost the Lions. So, like, the last mm-hmm. two games, I didn't care, win or lose. I wanted them to play I think hard, it was over for them, and I too. wanted them. Yeah, I wanted yeah. them to give me something positive, like, in the last two weeks. Justin Jefferson was about it. Right. Yeah. And I mean, Jordan Addison's out there, too. He should have had a touchdown. I think he dropped it or was it broken up? I I saw him laying it on the ground in the end zone. And it was hit his hands. You can okay. blame probably the passer and the catcher both on that play. Yeah. So, so I mean, those are positive things, right? I mean, Ty yeah. Chandler truthers would also tell you that he played very well uh, compared to Alexander Madison, yeah. which low bar, like yeah. a really low bar like that. That is the one thing I, I feel bad because. Madison's a great person. I don't want to shit on the human being, but at the same time, he should have never been put in that RB one position. Right. Like that was, that was the, out of all the off season moves it's where I'm just like, like, even Marcus Davenport, I get it. Right? right. You pay a guy 13 million. Cause you think he can get to the quarterback. He did a pretty good job. Those two games he was on the field and then he gets hurt and he had everything like 50 pressures, from right? there. with the saints. And he had like 50 some odd pressures when he was with the Saints the year before. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he just didn't have sacks. That's all. And I like, taking a risk on a guy in his mid twenties, mm-hmm. paying him a one-year deal. I think he got a little on the back end, but that's not a big deal. The Vikings. Um, yeah. The Vikings void years. What? <laughs> no, no way. No way. Um, but I mean, yeah, people are just like acting. That's like the worst possible move they ever could have made. It's like, no, actually they re-signed Alexander Madison and tried <laughs> to make him a start. And Garrett Bradbury and Greg Joseph. Like there's so there's many more moves. The, that they- the, could have made thing so that, that they didn't always, make were worse than Devonport. The thing that will always stick in my head is the NFL Network interview with, I believe, it was Bucky Brooks and Tom Pelissero. And they asked Alexander Madison, 
They're like, how many touchdowns and fantasy points are you going to score this year? And Alexander Man's like, uh, I don't know. I don't really uh, pay attention to that stuff. And I'm sure he's aware really? of it now. Because, um, yeah. Was that during training camp? That was during training camp. Yeah. yeah. That was that was right after Harrison Smith said, Ivan Pace is really good. You should watch him. Um, yeah. Right. So, I mean, I like the fact that they went out. They play. I mean, like, I think the whole when people are like, oh, I want them to lose. Like, well, do you want them to rest everybody and just play like their four string guys or like all this? Well, no, I, I just I want them to <laughs> I would. give me something positive. And, you know, if things are out of hand, like get them out of it. Like if the Vikings were getting whooped by like 40 points and Justin Jefferson was out there, I'd be like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Even in like the last series, they had Jefferson, Addison and all those guys out there. down, And I guess down 10. Eh. You know, but I mean, also at the same time, Atlanta was losing. Um, and what was the yeah, other team? The Panthers were losing. The Bucks, the, yeah, the Panthers. Were, yeah, to be fair, like they technically were still in it. Like they could have made the playoffs, but yeah, they need the teams they needed to win were were not doing well. Um, so I I do understand why they play their guys. You don't want to totally give up. That would had uh, ruin the culture. Um, that they've worked so hard to develop and still not win a playoff game. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, it's just a we- it's just weird. It's just a weird weird game to go into where like you have a chance to make the playoffs, but you you know you're not you're you're not making. It. Um, it's it's disappointing because I think um I think the Vikings knew after that loss the Lions on Christmas Eve that the season was over. Like I'm I, I feel like because what they lost Wanham in that game. Um, mm-hmm. did Brian is did Brian O'Neill get hurt in that game too? Is that when he hurt his ankle? Um, yeah, actually, they said he played with a broken right. bone in his foot against the Packers. Um, so and Mullins threw four interceptions. <laughs> um, and then they're just like, whatever, let's just start Jaron Hall, see what he has. And uh, they were like, okay, yeah, uh, we saw what we need to see, and then uh, let's take him out. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's that that stat that uh, Seifert threw out today. I don't, I sh- I, s- I sent it to you, but like about how if the Vikings lost one more game. They would have the number six pick because their strength mm-hmm. of schedule is like better or worse than the Jets and who is the other team? I can't remember. Um, but one more loss and they would have the six pick. And with the six pick, you can basically just get whoever you want because it's not going to take as much to trade up and the, and or you can wait and see if there's guys that are going to be there when you're at pick six. So so happy they got seven wins. Uh, you can see the joy all over my face that I'm just ecstatic, but. We're bad people for rooting them to get a better draft pick. So Yeah, yesterday it was just a really shitty day to be a Vikings fan. It, it really was because you have the true fan. Are you a true fan? You are, You don't want the Vikings to lose. And like, well, yeah, if they're not going to make the playoffs. I, I mean, yes, like you said, they technically could have made the playoffs. And, you know, I, I've heard this brought up like, well, what if they quit? And then everybody thing they needed to happen happens. And it's like, that's, I don't that's, know, man. That's like, never, has like, never happened. Right. And, and I mean, you know, what if they lose? I mean, they didn't need to tank to lose that game in Vegas. Like the Raiders could have just put some points on the board and they didn't. So Three, two field goals. Yeah. Two. No, one field goal. No, they went. Or, or no, no. The yeah. did two field goals. I see what you're yeah. saying. But yeah, I mean, that whole true fan thing. It's just like, get that, get that out of here. And then, you know, you got the section of Twitter. They're taking pictures of Kirk on the sidelines. It's like, Another game we win if we have Kirk Cousins. I want to say this is just such a tragedy. I want to say this. I, no- then- I noticed that there was a. I think it's one of like the Vikings aggregators 
Vikings, the Vikings insider that did, did a poll yesterday of like, you know, what do you want the Vikings to do, lose and get a better draft pick or, or win and make the playoffs? Um, and I think 5,000 people voted and like 70% of it was lose and get a better draft pick. So like, even though there's a lot, you, you feel like there's a lot of people, not you necessarily, but like you in general, you, you feel like there's a lot of people that are like, no, you should always root for the team to win. Like that's just the louder people. Most of the people that are, you know, realistic are like, this team's not going anywhere. So you might as well just, you know, get another loss and improve your, your draft position. And, and, and I think both of us, Neither of us were like, yeah, we want them to just play, you know, Garrett Bradbury at quarterback and just, you know, see see what happens and then uh, lose. Oh, that would be awesome, <laughs> though. Like 60. That would have been the greatest game. Dan Campbell would have like, you know, like, Nick Mullins, like if they were, like, dream. playing the Saints and Nick Mullins against Jameis Winston, like, that would have been awesome to watch. It's like, Jameis, shoot a thrill. Yeah. <laughs> I overrode the coach. Yeah. Okay. You're, I'm, you're, not, I, I'm not coming nope, back this year. <laughs> did you see Shannon Sharp? Oh, and what he, did you see what that? Shannon Sharp said about Jameis? He said he would cut him because he was like, he went rogue or whatever. Like, if he can do that for like the offense, like, imagine what he can do for like the whole locker room. So, yeah, cut him. I was like, I yeah. don't know if I disagree with that, but I think it's a little bit of an overreaction. But yeah, that was, uh, that was, <laughs> you never, you never a dull moment with Jameis. Never. Oh, and by the way, the Packers got in the playoffs and they have a quarterback. Yeah. Now. And the Bears have what? Number one pick? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get into all that. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about it. Let's, let's I'm worried get about to it. the more pressing option before we dive into that big picture. And that is a segment I am just going to call Kirkwatch 2024. If the graphic would Need show some, up on some the screen. breaking news music. I, I feel like I should just, dun, 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 or. Or it's like Creed. It's like Creed. Yeah. <laughs> just we can, maybe we can get Creed to write a song and just like Kirk Cousins with checks wide open. I don't. <laughs> God, that was bad. But anyway, uh, you might have heard Kirk Cousins will be a free agent after the season. So a lot of people talked about it as they were cleaning out their lockers today. And ESPN's Kevin Seifert asked him if uh, about the possibility of taking a hometown discount, <laughs> and he said. At this stage of my career, the dollars are really not what it's about. Okay. I had a coach who I was with who was a younger coach at the time. This is back eight, nine years ago and before my first franchise tag. And we were talking about the situation. He made a great comment. He said, Kirk, I feel like I'm like talking in God about Kirk. It's not about the dollars, but it's about what the dollars represent. And I thought that it was an interesting comment that he made. So will there... So, excuse me. So there will always be some of that, but today's point structure is probably more important. Let's let's look at Kirk Cousins' contract history, shall we? <laughs> it's just, I just brought it. Let, let, let's talk about Kirk Cousins because structure is very important to Kirk. Oh yeah, structure uh, is very important. 2016 franchise tag guaranteed 19.9 million dollars. Yeah. 2017 franchise tag 23.9 million dollars. Mm-hmm. Fully guaranteed. 2018, three-year, $84 million contract. First fully guaranteed long-term contract in the history of the NFL. 2020, two-year, $66 million contract. Uh, over the cap says $61 million guaranteed, but I believe that was fully guaranteed. Yeah. Um, so, so it's a little weird to read. And then in 2022, a one-year, $35 million uh, extension, fully guaranteed with a no-trade clause. <laughs> Okay. Those dollars really didn't matter. <laughs> huh. 
Hey, Pinocchio, <laughs> you're not going to be a real boy if you like keep doing this. You know that, right? Like, um, I have no problem with players getting no. their money. Like, I really don't. But like to sit there and like basically insult our intelligence after. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. He just narrowed it down, though, too. Like this is when he told me right, right when I got my first franchise tag. And then he proceeded not to mention that he made like two hundred and fifty million dollars after that because the dollars yeah. didn't matter. Um, yeah, I saw these quotes and I was like, great. Uh, it sounds like, you know, you're leaving. And right now you think that saying this will help you stick around. Uh, but the Vikings have probably already made up their mind and I'm sorry, but, uh, I would not believe he would take a hometown discount until I would see it. And based on his entire 12 year career that he mentioned, he's not taking a discount. Um, and I will. And like you said, I don't blame him. He's he's still he can still get a decent deal, even coming off the of torn Achilles. Someone's going to give it to him. Go get it. Like, but don't sit there and be like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to take a discount to stick around. No, you're come on. Come on. This is like the Adam Thielen thing last year, right? He didn't even say I that. I want to retire. Though. He didn't yeah. say he was taking he was a just discount. like, I got to get a lot of game He's left. Like, I love and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, I really want to retire Viking, but I got a, I got a lot of game left in me mm-hmm. and whatever. And then he signed with the Carolina Panthers because apparently they're a Super Bowl contender. Did um, say something similar where he wanted to stick around for, yeah. for he wanted to be a Viking forever, too? And they're like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, not at your price. Not. Yeah. And then he said, OK, I'll sign with the Jets and sit on the bench. He got paid. Year. He did get paid. He got eight million dollars. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all these running backs Good, yeah, get your money when you can. Um, like I said, though, too, if I'm Kirk's agent, I'm using this fear against me because it is throughout the entire building. Every time Kevin O'Connell t- talks about Kirk Cousins, like, oh, well, you know, I fear about Kirk. You know, uh, you know, I, I watched Nick Mullen throw interceptions and uh, D- Darren Hall look like crap and Josh Dobbs uh, and all this stuff. And, you know, we really want to b- bring Kirk Cousins back and. I'm just going to call seven step drops with our offensive line all sitting on the bench and everything else. Brian O'Neill. Here here are the quotes of the day from Brian O'Neill, who was asked, hey, do you want Kirk Cousins back next year? And he said, absolutely. One thousand million percent. I'd tell anybody that ten thousand percent. I'd rather have nobody else than Kirk under center for us. I'm wondering Brian O'Neill's degree must not have been in math. Uh, because that's impossible. <laughs> and I also wonder if he's like, I, I don't know. I don't want to insult the guy. He's sleeping in a car bed. Yeah. It's just like, Hey man, I like, what is he supposed to say? I, I get that yeah, point. But at the same time, it's just kind of like, Hey, um, okay. There's also this quote from O'Neill. And this is from the athletics, Alec Lewis. He was asked about how the way he feels about Kirk cousins. He said everything about how he carries himself. He came in and he was a fourth round pick. He's the number two or he has the number two overall pick in the same draft class on the same team. He wasn't the first overall pick. He's not six foot eight. He doesn't run a four foot two or four two. Uh, No quarterback does, but okay. But he maximizes 100% of everything he's given. And that story is relatable for a lot of guys. I think regardless of what everybody believes or that purpose or moral compass of how they should go about their life or philosophy, I think everybody can look to Kirk and say, whatever he is, he lives fully that day. He's more true to himself than most people I've ever met. And he's just true to himself in his preparation and his beliefs. And he's a baller. He's really, really good. I would just love for an opportunity to play with him again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> your thoughts. Um, I'm just going to quote um, the uh, 
the uh, what's his what's his real name? Oh, to quote the great Phil Brooks um, yes. from recent recent uh, events, uh, he said, "I'm here to make money, not friends. Or I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money." Um, the Vikings are here to win championships, not make friends. We're not here to make sure that everyone's you know got their friends groups and they can all have lunch together and have their family dinners and everything. No, you're you're there to win a championship. Um, and so far that's hasn't been done with Kirk Cousins. So I think it's time to figure out a different plan, whether that involves bringing him back for a year or two um, and drafting someone or completely just moving out from him and, and drafting someone and going with that. Um, yeah, like it's, it's great that these guys are friends and everything. It's it's really great. I'm glad they've developed a friendship. Good for them. It means it's not going to do anything for them on the field. It means absolutely nothing. Um, and yeah, you, I think you said it before you even read his quotes. Like, what's he supposed to say? Uh, I can't wait for him to get out of here so we can get a, a decent quarterback. And plus, Brian O'Neill's really the Kevin or Kirk Cousins is really the only quarterback, starting quarterback that Brian O'Neill's known because O'Neill got there in 2018. So Kirk Cousins has been there his whole career. So like he doesn't really know any other thing. And then it goes to this season. It's the first time he's really had to play without him. And it didn't go that great. So I can understand why he's like, yeah, I want him back. Um, but I, I don't know if you noticed that when Justin Jefferson spoke yesterday after the game, he was more about like when he was asked about the quarterback, he was more like, you know what? It's out of my control. I, you know, they'll do what they, whatever they do, you know, I'm still going to go ball out. doesn't matter who's throwing the ball. We're like, I don't know, like a week or, or two weeks before that. He was like, yeah, I'd love to have Kirk back. That'd be great. Um, that's, <laughs> it sounds like somebody was like, Hey, we're probably not bringing him back. So chill out on the Kirk stuff. Okay. Well, and I think, too, like earlier in his Vikings tenure, a lot of people thought they didn't like Kirk. That that was wrong. Like sometimes right. we're not in the building. Like well, that, that's like, thing, like a lot of people are just, just crapping on people who are like, guess his teammates really do like him. Are you in the building? Did you know right. that Kirk's right. teammates liked him? Like it, it's kind of just like, OK, they I mean, if if money wasn't an option, hey, Kirk's going to come back. We're going to pay him 20 bucks and a ham sandwich like he's doing a wrestling in the indie show in a bingo hall uh, to play quarterback for us. Is that cool with you? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Bring him back. We like Kirk. But I also think like those players don't manage a salary cap. They don't manage roster construction um, unless you're Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> who gets yeah. paid a lot of money like Kirk Cousins does. But, um, you know, I'm not against Kirk coming back. Like that, I want that to be clear when I say this, because I do, I get a little steam when people go, oh, there's no quarterback ever that's like Kirk Cousins because Josh Dobbs and Nick Mullins and Jaron Hall were so bad and the Vikings could have made the playoffs and they would have won the Super Bowl and Kirk Cousins would have been one MVP and he would have drank a gallon of milk on stage at the Super Bowl. That probably wouldn't have been bad because he would have thrown up. But um, <laughs> like, like people just romanticize about the guy and it's yeah. just like, hey, like, he's a likable guy. I'll, I'll uh -huh. give you that. But also you can't pay him 35, $40 million coming off a torn Achilles. And by the way, his previous track record, uh, it's one playoff win. If he tears his Achilles against Chicago, everybody's saying, Oh man, eh, I guess, eh, I guess that's it. Eh, eh, there's not even a question here, but because he has that game against San Francisco, he has that game against green Bay against that God awful defense. <laughs> Like everybody's like, oh my God, Kirky was playing so well. It's like, did you forget about the Tampa Bay game where they had all those three and outs or, you know, the Chargers. Philly game where they were down 24 to seven before Kirk brought him back or the Chargers game where the crowd was too loud and Kirk couldn't get the, 
playing his headset. I mean, I'm sure he's a great leader and everything, but I mean, he's got flaws. He's not this superhero quarterback that everybody talks about. And the Vikings have to bring him back no matter what. Just give him a blank check. We can't keep going with Nick Mullins and Josh Dobbs. If we just draft a guy, we'll get Christian Ponder and it'll just start over. It will be the Bears or the Lions who both had better records than us this season. It'll just be awful. I guess the Bears had the same record as the Vikings did, but yeah, you see where I'm record. going with this. Yeah, no, but they have the same record. They're better set up for their future. They have a ton of cap space, and they have the number one pick and the number 10 pick, too, I think. Um, so, uh, yeah, good thing the Vikings didn't do a rebuild because they wouldn't. They, they might have been set up to actually be good for the next few years. Um, I think I'm, I'm just going to say this right now. It's the what? First- Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Probably the first official day of the offseason. I'm done. I don't want Kirk Cousins back. I don't care if he's like takes a hometown discount, discount or whatever. Just move on. Just move on. Just start over. Just it just end the process. Don't this is like kicking the can down the road even more. And we already know the result. Like you're not gonna squeeze any more toothpaste out of the tube or any more, you know, juice out of the orange. We know what Kirk Cousins is. He's not gonna lead you to a Super Bowl. He's not even gonna lead you to the NFC championship. So like this this hope that like, oh, it's gonna he's gonna be his third year in an, uh, the same offense. He's never done that in his career. Um, he's going to you know the playbook like the back of his hand. And yeah, and he's still going to have the same problems that he's had his entire career where he just his mind just explodes when there's pressure or he has to think for himself. Like these are things that have been going on his whole career. Um, and there are other quarterbacks out there. The Buccaneers just made the playoffs with Baker Mayfield. OK, Tom Brady was there the year before and they just won the division again with Baker Mayfield. OK, so. And look at the Browns. The Browns have Joe Flacco. <laughs> like this doom and gloom about like, oh, we're going to be the worst team in the world if we don't have Kirk. No, you're the worst team in the world if you have terrible ownership, you have terrible facilities, you have a terrible coaching staff. The Vikings don't have that. They have very good coaches, ownership that probably needs to get their fingers out of the, you know, the candy jar a little more than they, they do. Um, elite facilities. They have a good amount of cap space. They can get even more cap space if they get rid of some guys. Um, so like this whole this whole notion that the Vikings are the Vikings who have won more games than any other team that's never won a championship in the history of the NFL, that this team is all of a sudden gonna come crumbling down. And you know what? Actually, if it if they do stink in 2024, if they get rid of Kirk Cousins and they stink or whatever and they roll with a rookie, that's fine. The goal, the goal should not to be better. For the next year, the goal should not be let's 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 patch things up and get ready to make the playoffs next year. No, you need to get ready to build things for 2025, 2026, 2027, 2028. You should be looking at those years to be good for every single year. Look at the Lions. They're set up great to be good for the next four or five years. The Bears are set up that good. You know, I don't know about the Panthers, not Panthers, the Packers financials and stuff, but they have a young quarterback so they can build around him. The Vikings have none of that. They're they're like, oh, we should, you know, Kirk Cousins will biggest, give us the best chance to, you know, maybe sneak into the playoffs next year. That should not be the mentality. 
Um, and I feel like it is for too many people, but I feel like it isn't for their, their GM. And I think this might be the year where maybe he's like able to, to actually convince some people up that he works with like hey this isn't working we need to like break everything down start not necessarily start from scratch but like get rid of some guys that have been here for a long time and get our own people in here and try and figure out you know what we want to do and what will work best so yeah i don't want him back i i'm over it i i've decided that today like no i don't i don't want him back if he resigns whatever i'll i'll have to live with it but like no i don't want him back it's over Done. uh the packers <laughs> have 5.8 million in cap space yeah, next off season and but they have a quarterback exactly. so they i mean that's half the battle right you, yeah. you get a quarterback that can and a bunch of young wide receivers you. yeah and a bunch of wide receivers on top of it um my goal is pretty simple for the vikings that this is what i want from them and this is kind of the third topic that we're going to get into let's make the vikings fun again yep. Let, let's make because like the last couple, I mean, I mentioned how much yesterday kind of sucked because everybody was just exhausted and done with the season. Right. Mm -hmm. But let's look at the season as a whole. I made a list of all of the shit that happened this year. So they release Adam Thielen, Eric Kendricks, like Dalvin Jericho Cook. List that just yeah. Yeah. Basically, you know, like <laughs> I'm going to scream arm bar 50 times, but you know, they release Adam Thielen, Eric Kendricks, Dalvin Cook. They're all good decisions, but it's tough to say goodbye. So it kind of sucked. Uh, Jordan Addison gets busted for speeding. TJ Hawkinson holds in. You have no extension for Kirk Whoa, Cousins. He had or an ear infection. Okay. Well, it was a holding. Okay. <laughs> Like if, and maybe, okay, maybe he, there was some truth. His to back was sore. But okay. I, I, yeah, it got fixed once he had that equilibrium in his wallet. And again, <laughs> nothing against him. Nothing. No, go, go get, get your money, money, dude. Especially now when your knees like shredded like yes. pasta or something. Yes. Like yep. go, go get your money. So nothing wrong with it. It's just a little weird. Uh, <laughs> you have no extension for Kirk Cousins or Justin Jefferson, the latter more important than the former. Baker Mayfield figured out Brian Flores' hand signals in the opener. Uh, you have angry fans charging into Alexander Madison, Justin Jefferson's DMs about fantasy football. Kurt's clock snafu at the end of the Chargers game. The turnovers. My God, the turnovers. <laughs> like, hold on to the freaking ball, please. Marcus Davenport's injury. And then, you know, there's that report that, well, I don't know if he's really pushing it right now. Like, that was at the end. And by the way, I mean, Darren Wolfson had that report. He had to have heard something. You don't you don't yeah. just make stuff like that up when you cover a team. As a beat reporter, I know. So I mean, it's yeah, not I don't, like he like looked at it. Cause I know there was that quote about him saying he didn't like the media. And like there's a little bit like, well, right. if that's yeah. the case, like you don't just go out and be like, I heard this guy's not trying hard. I, I didn't hear it from anybody, but he oh, said he didn't yeah. like the media. I think I think it's fair to question. I just think um I don't maybe Darren did know like the extent of his injury. I'm going to guess he sure. didn't, but he was just basing it maybe on some stuff that he heard. So, yeah, I understand that. But, like, it, I just didn't think it was it was fair because everyone's just I feel like everyone's been piling on Davenport a lot. I would say myself included, at least at first. And then, like, he kind of opened himself up more. And I and I even did a little more research on him and how he's kind of struggled with, like, mental health and stuff. And I'm just like, all right, just just lay off. Just give him a break. Yeah. So. Um. 
I'm halfway through the list, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a one and four start. Justin Jefferson's hamstring injury. Kirk Cousins tearing his Achilles. Josh Dobbs took over off and exploded like the challenger. Uh, the home loss of the Bears. Whatever the hell the Raiders game was. Back-to-back tush pushes. Nick Mullins turnover barrage. Jaron Hall actually sucks. And then the real fan debate. You don't know what's going. I watched the tape, damn it. And I know what's going on. Like you're in the building and not sitting in your parents' basement eating Hot Pockets uh, blogging or whatever. But that's another debate right there. Like, is there anything I'm missing? Like, this season sucked from the start, from the time they showed up to training camp all the way to Sunday afternoon. This season was a dick dragger. It (laughs) was awful, (laughs) terrible. And I mean, I, I know like everything else, but like you look at this team, it's like, what is there to be excited about? Like, yeah, you have Justin Jefferson. That's fun. But like you've said before, compare them to the rest of the NFC North. The Lions just won their first division title in like 30 years. And they have a Monra St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs, Aiden Hutchinson, Sam Laporta, barring like a massive they major a knee injury, space. which sounds like he's like, yeah, and a lot of cap space too. Like the Packers, they got that shit locked down with Jordan Love. And then the Bears have the number one overall pick in like $60 million in salary cap space. The Vikings have super competitive. They're in the hunt every year, no matter what. You can Great culture. Count Great you culture. can count on competitive games in December because the Vikings are always going to be competitive. Not like, you know, every one score games, like giving us a heart attack every week. Like, it's just like this team's unlikable. Like not, not from, I mean, there's, there's likable aspects like Justin Jefferson's fun. He's one of the most fun players in the NFL, but I mean, from the ownership, it's just like, they say super competitive. They say they want to compete for a championship. Show me, show me. You want to compete for a championship and not this half in half out bullshit that's going on. Like I, I look at this and I go, should the Vikings rebuild? Or should they retool? And I think what's enabling this behavior, this competitive rebuild stuff that they're pushing down our throats is that the rest of the NFC, it's it's an arms race. It's not about who has the best quarterback like the AFC. It's about who has the best supporting cast. Do you have George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey? Do you have A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, the best offensive line in football, the tush push? Like, it's, it's all about the infrastructure in the NFC where it's just about superhero ball in the AFC. Like, that's why Patrick Mahomes sucks right now because – they got rid of his weapons and his top weapon started dating Taylor Swift. Not that Taylor is the reason for that. Not that Taylor yeah. is the reason for that. But I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of shit going on in Kansas mm-hmm. City right now. And it's not just Travis Kelsey. It's Kadarius Tony, who, like, is just, he's like the goofy meme, right? He's like, I'll do it again. Like, a lot of stuff going on there. So, so I mean, you know, the Vikings, they have the number 11 overall pick. Chicago, Washington, New England, Arizona, Giants, Falcons, and Jets could all justify taking quarterbacks. I don't think the Jets would happen because Aaron Rodgers would be like, what do you mean you're taking a quarterback? You think the Cardinals will take a quarterback? I don't think they would. Don't. I, I think they're going after Marvin Harrison too. But I mean, they they could. Like, I, I could yeah. see a world where they go, all right, let's start this over. Because once you sign a court, like that's the other thing with the Kirk thing. If the Vikings sign Kirk, he becomes their quarterback. So, I mean, do, do they right. really want to like, like I made the analogy, I think it was like a week or so ago. Do they really want to jump into the casket with Kirk Cousins or do they want to try and take a swing down the line? Like, like take a swing. That's all I want. That That's seriously all I want. Because, I mean, if they bring Kirk Cousins back and they draft a quarterback in the first round, 
Again, that's that one foot in, one foot out stuff that we're talking about here, where it's just like, okay, what are you doing here? I understand you, you want to win. Yeah. What's that? I said, what are you holding on to? Like this seven and 10 season, this you won 13 games last year, but you lost in the first round of the playoffs. You missed the playoffs before the year before you missed the playoffs the year before that. Like, what are you, what are you holding on to? Like, it's not like this team is a dynasty. Come on. Like, like think, think about like yeah. the two thousands, right? Like they went eight and nine or excuse me, eight and eight and nine and seven, like those years, yeah. but they were fun. Like Dante yeah. Culpepper. Oh, and Randy Moss. I mean, that's like shooting into my veins when I get sad. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's just great stuff. And I mean, yeah, Kirk's Kirk can be fun. Like he's got the Kirk O'Chains thing. Mm-hmm. He had those comebacks last year. Like that was all blast. But at the same time, like you look down the line, how long can Kirk Cousins play? And are you really going to have Kirk Cousins as your quarterback when you have Justin Jefferson in the prime of his career? That's another reason the Vikings aren't going to do a full scale teardown. But it does not take long. You could compete next year if you wanted to. Case in point, the Houston Texans have uh, C.J. Stroud as their quarterback, and he's a division champ. Yeah, they're the division champs in the AFC South. I know that division sucks. Rookie head coach too. Yeah, they competed after you know. Hey, we're going to take a rookie. We're going to try and take a step forward, and they wound up winning ten. What was it? Ten, eleven games. Like good football team. So. I yeah. don't know. The Vikings have $37 million in cap space this season. Um, Daniel Hunt. There's a lot of other free agents. Um, yeah, it's. it's uh, I, I, I mentioned earlier about them moving on from, from Kirk Cousins. And I think I texted you this earlier about like, I think I just want them to move on from everyone who's from the previous regime regime, at least like most of the people, not Justin Jefferson, not Christian Derrissaw. Um, because it feels like they're kind of just like playing with someone else's uh, someone else's toys, you know, um, where like they've been given some hand-me-down toys and they're like, all right, figure it out and see if you can have fun or whatever. And it's like, no, these toys are still broken. They're like, they've got dents in them and scratches and everything. And they're, they're not as good instead of like, you know, getting some new toys and seeing if those will, those will work better. Um, and building your, your own team, having your own, you know, your own type of player. We don't know what a, like we're two years in, we don't know what a Kevin O'Connell player is. We don't know what a Quasi player is. All we know is how they use the past regime's players. And guess what? They still have, they've won as many play, playoff games as the previous regime did in the previous two years. So they didn't do any better with them really than the previous regime, to be honest, because the goal is to win playoff games. I don't really care how many wins you had in the regular season. The goal is to win playoff games. And they didn't do that. Um, so, I, you know, Harris, there's rumors that Harrison Smith's going to retire. I'm going to expect that that's going to happen. It sounds like he's he said yesterday, like I'm not going to I'm not going to let you know if I retire, but you'll know. Um, I feel like that's probably going to happen because they they yeah, I think he has a 19 million dollar cap hit next year, and they're going to want that to go down if he stays. And he's probably going to be like, mm, no, I'm just going to leave. Um, and you know, Daniel Hunter, you know, it'd be great to have him back, but wouldn't you want to sign maybe a younger pass rusher like a Josh Allen who's going to be in free agency or a Brian Burns who's going to be in free agency? Like, sign a younger guy. Why do we have to keep holding on to these guys that are getting older, more injury prone? Yes, they pr- they produced for you last year. Great, that didn't do anything. It did nothing. Um, so you know, move on from him. Garrett Bradbury, Greg Joseph, sorry, C.J. Ham, K.J. Osborne, like all these guys from the old regime. Move on and build your own roster, please. I don't think they need to release everyone like a Madden franchise, but 
for every everything should be on the table, right? Yeah. Like you had a tweet. You had a. T- I'll I'll say this right now. Oh, you had a tweet trouble. today that you said, "Hey, if they cut Garrett Bradbury, they cut Harrison Phillips, uh, they can save and this Harrison money in cash space." And then all of a sudden, somebody <laughs> comes in and he's like, "Well, you don't know about the defense, and I know what he does for the defense and whatever." Mm-hmm. And it's like. Congratulations. You, you watch film. Um, PFF watches film too. And they gave him like a grade of 58 or something. 67th like, ranked defensive attack. Uh, right. This year. Like, no, they're, building, it, they're building around him. Though. They're building the defense. That's and I'm it. treading carefully because I'm going to have a lot of guys that watch more film than I do on this podcast, yeah. preview draft season and stuff. They, they are smart. They know what they're talking about, but don't, don't go at someone and be like, well, I watch the tape and I know what's best. And, I know that if you have the 12th pick instead of the 11th pick that you're, it doesn't really make a da- difference because the draft is random. Here's an example that I used. Let's say we go to pizza ranch. Let's say we go with the Vikings offensive line. I don't know. <laughs> Came to mind. Yeah. Let, let's say the Vikings offensive line is there. Do you want to go before that offensive line or do you want to go after that yeah, offensive line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta go. Like, I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's random, but you get a better chance of getting the guy you want if you're higher up in the draft order. And that's why everybody's like, won't well, get a higher pick. Like, there might be pizza left over, but it might have like pineapple. It's pizza, but probably not what you wanted. And you'll well, have to figure out how to make it good. And the great thing about Pizza Ranch is that they'll make you a pizza afterwards. But do you really want to wait, wait 20 minutes for a pe- right, slice of pizza? Right. Maybe you just want a slice of like pepperoni and like. I think the funny thing is about that post or tweet or whatever it's called now that I made was I didn't suggest that they need they like I wasn't like they need to cut Garrett Bradbury they need to cut Harrison Phillips I was like if they do this this is how much money they will save just because based on like I was looking over the cap and like oh look if you cut Harrison Phillips you'll save six million oh if you cut Garrett Bradbury you'll save five million if if Harrison Smith retires you save 19 like that's what I said I wasn't like oh they need to get rid of Harrison Phillips no I never said but all this you want him out of here yeah you want them all out geez Louise guys come on you're gonna stroll in like Vince McMahon and be like you're fire I'm just like and I'm not and I responded to that person too like uh yeah we you know you want to hold on to that that the roster for the seven win teams you can run it back because that's basically what I feel like sometimes the mentality is like, oh, if we just bring these all, all curse can be healthy. We bring all these guys back and then we can just do it. Again. And that's the that's that's like the mentality of the ownership, I feel like. And that's why I said like earlier, let's can we not build towards making the playoff next season? Who care? Stop doing these one season like things where it's only about the next season. No, it needs to be about the like next four or five um like, and think about please, I, i'm that. gonna bring up the packers again like every yeah. i i know a lot of packer fans who have texted me over the last two days saying how excited they are because they weren't expecting to connect like just because right. you 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 know make a couple of moves and you shift your roster doesn't mean that you're going to be two and twelve or right. the browns or the lions they have good coaches. Both in the playoffs by the way let's let's bring that up right now but Ooh. Oh, the Browns and the Lions. Oh, They're yeah. both in the playoffs and the Vikings are not. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, so both so of them went, you can what, overachieve. Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm done with whole, this season. We got a whole offseason. I know. A whole off season. Eric Thompson tweeted out. He's like, can we just simulate the online? Just see like, <laughs> what happens. Okay. Yeah. Kirk's not here anymore. Okay. Let's just all move. Yeah, that's gonna. Um, whenever that day, that's happens, all I got. Whether today, it happens, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. When, whenever, whenever that day happens, um, <laughs> it's gonna be like one of those mushroom clouds coming from 
TCL performance center. Like, Kirk's gone. Oh! Or like, Kirk just re-signed. Uh, but like, just uh, not great. To me, like the whole thing, like if you hired a, if you hired your coach, Kevin O'Connell, and your GM, if you hired them based on how well they can work with Kirk Cousins, you made a gigantic mistake. You should. That's not why you should hire these guys. You should hire them to fix your team, make Kirk Cousins better, and then when he's not, you know, good or he's getting old or he's getting too expensive, you you have the ability to move on and go with someone else. Um, there's just this fear that like every quarterback, every rookie quarterback is Jaron Hall. I have no idea why people feel like that. Like, like you mentioned, C.J. Stroud. Not everyone's C.J. Stroud, but like people also mentioned, oh, look at Bryce Young. Yeah, look at his fucking team. Look at his ownership. C.J. Stroud would not have been good there either. So don't act like Bryce Young was put in the best situation. Look what C.J. Look what C.J. Stroud went into. He went into a rookie head coach who's probably going to be coach of the year, or at least contend for it. Um, at least he deserves it or whatever. Kevin Stefanski will probably get that. Um, he fixed the defense. They have young receivers. They have a you know young running back and everything. The fan base is behind them. Like it is nothing like Carolina. You cannot compare the situations. And like if you you're people are gonna sit there and be like, or I'm gonna sit there and be like, you're gonna tell me that if you put a rookie quarterback with the Vikings, he's gonna suck. Well, then they need to get rid of everybody in there because they didn't they don't have the right you know people in place to help them out and. Like I mentioned, they have great facilities, great coaching staff, great all that stuff. They they are set up to help a young quarterback or a young player, like a pass rusher or something like that. They are built for that. Not you know, not a Arizona team, not a Carolina team, not a Raiders or anything. Like the Vikings are set up to help players when they come in. So use that to your advantage and you know get a goddamn quarterback, please. Just get somebody else. I'm over. I'm over this, please. Come on. Well, you know what happens <laughs> when they do decide on a quarterback? You can read all about it over at thevikingage.com. Adam, what do we got going on at the Vikings uh, right now? Tomorrow we got some early, early look free agents. Some free agents the Vikings should keep an eye on. We have a mock draft now that we know the, uh, the full order, or at least where the Vikings will be picking for now until maybe they make a move. Um so we got full mock draft coming out, and then we'll have yeah a bunch of stuff off season wise, just getting ready, just starting everything up. This is uh, I like the off season, like like the season. It gets kind of repetitive. You feel like you're kind of doing the same thing over and over every week. Where off season's fun because there's so much speculation and rumors. Like first you're leading up to free agency, and then you you got a whole month leading up to the draft. You got the combine, everything. I think there's a bunch of owners meetings and all that stuff. Like you're, we're really like doing stuff until June. Um, and then training camps in July. So like these next few months, uh, people are always like, Oh, then when they find out that I, you know, cover the Vikings or like, Oh, aren't you happy the season's over now? You can rest. I'm like, rest. Like this this time of the year is way busier than the season. So, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm our sorry. our subscribers have jumped on yeah. the YouTube channel like, in the last yeah. couple of weeks. It's been crazy. Yeah. Um. So it's it's been I'm, awesome. Uh, but I'm looking forward to. It. I think this is going to be. Uh, it's a big off season for the Vikings. Like I feel like we say that every year, but this this is big. Like they could they could change the they could change the trajectory of the franchise if they want. Um, so I'm, I'm very intrigued to see what they do. And if they fail, then uh, we're, we might be talking about the new head coach or GM uh, after, after next season. So we're always going to have plenty to talk about. Yeah. And where can people follow you on social media so they can <laughs> fight with you online? Yeah. Cause apparently I hate Harrison Phillips. Um, Adam Patrick <laughs> NFL on uh, 
X, Twitter, whatever. I love that it's called X. And then when you go to like embed a link, it comes up as Twitter. So that's, I still enjoy that. Uh, um, so good job, Elon. Um, and then on threads at Adam Patrick NFL too. And go follow the Viking Age everywhere. Yeah. And you can follow me at the real Chris Shad. I've been doing more stuff at Instagram, at uh, TikTok getting those videos out there. We'll have one drop tomorrow. Follow you for your SDSU stuff too. Yeah. I mean, we've we've been cranking it out. Now we got basketball going on. William Kyle, the third nine for nine on Saturday. That was, you could have made that name up and I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and and I mean, it it was the crazy. I I mean, I'll just say this quickly, but it was the craziest game I've ever seen. Like offense, they just got to the rim nonstop and, they shot 75% in the first half and shot 69% for the they game. They get to play uh, that so, same school that uh, what, what North Dakota played too? They they do not. They do not. They, <laughs> we were talking about that. They're was. like, yeah, we. I think who did they wind up? I think they played Savannah State and they had a game like that. And like, you know, it sounded bad, but like Savannah State was like getting pounded. They're like, no, this is the game we want to play. It's up and down and whatever. And they were just jacking threes, like having the time of their life. They're like, okay, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, that Bible college or whatever NDSU smoked, uh, not great, but anyway, that is all the time we have for the Viking age podcast today. We do this every Monday with a late week episode right here on the Viking age YouTube channel. We're on podcast form on Apple and Spotify the very next day, but however you consume us, make sure you rate, comment, like, and subscribe. So you never miss a new episode. We can spread the word to the masses for Adam Patrick. I am Chris Shad. This has been the Viking Age Podcast. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.